know I'm gonna laugh because it's with you. So it's yeah. Like, oh, I'm laugh. planning on laughing for two hours. That's what we're doing here. Perfect. <laughs> Hello, Daddios. My name's Allie. My name's Harsh. We're here today to do a little Q&A about concentrates. And I'm so excited to learn all about dabbing and everything else that goes into it. Yeah. Yeah. So excited to explain it. Uh, we definitely need the segment on the podcast, I feel, because, well, I mean, we're Dabby Daddy. How can we not? Right. How can we not talk about it? So, harsh. I feel kind of a little, I feel like a, a noob here. I don't, I don't know much about dabbing. I've had maybe one dab my whole life. How did you do it? Uh, my friend did everything. <laughs> I just... <laughs> Was that a rig, a banger, oh, like man. an email? She had a, a turk pen, I think. Okay. Like one of the little one of the little pens that you just Oh, a nectar collector. That's what it's called. Nectar collector. It's called a nectar collector. Yeah, so where you heat up the bottom of it and yeah. then you swirl it around the dish. No, it was a pen and you hit the pen to the thing. You know, maybe it is what you're talking about, actually. It probably is. <laughs> I'm gonna correct you here. Like, sounds, no, no, this is other thing that you don't know about. It sounds like a nectar collector to me. The way that you're explaining it, the dish. Yeah, yeah that, that's a nectar collector. Exactly that. Yeah. But an electric nectar collector. So yeah. It's like not like a torch where you heat it up at the bottom. No, luckily we wouldn't have to do any of that, like, blacksmithing stuff. Blacksmithing stuff? <laughs> so what it seems like. You, like, grab a torch and you're like, I don't know what you do. <laughs> Just start banging it out, like, this is how we do dabs now. <laughs> I'm super interested to know, okay, so for somebody who's just getting into this stuff, just getting started, what product would you recommend for somebody who's trying to get into dabs? Dabbing is hard because it's so expensive to get into initially. I would always suggest a vape pen just because it's the least amount you're going to spend knowing if you're even wanting to step into that concentrate space. Mm -hmm. Because it's still distillate, a lot of people nowadays still dab distillate. Um, it's the easiest way to get into it without spending so much out of your pocket with still getting the benefits of dab. I find vape pens, people are also a lot happier with them because they are really discreet. Mostly people dab because of the discreetness at the end of the day, right. because of the less odor, all of those things. So it kind of goes hand in hand with the two. I always find it's a good step because a lot of people are like, I don't know how to torch a banger. And I'm like, yeah, fair enough. Probably wouldn't. <laughs> What? Torching a banger? That seems like what I just... Like. No! You just take a torch! You just heat it up? I don't know yeah. how to explain it. It's, you'll find out one day. Right, right. True. I will. One day. Okay. Um, so, what was your first experience with dabs? We're so, all wondering. <laughs> my first dabbing experience was like, oh god, 2015, 2016. I would have to say I was a chef, so at the time... <laughs> No, it's funny. Yeah, like Gordon Ramsay and taking dabs in the back. That's just how a chef's life is. Absolutely. <laughs> it, there's two different types of chefs in the world. Yeah. There's either an alcoholic chef or there's a marijuana chef. As there are two people in the world, yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I was definitely the cannabis chef. I was yeah. like, I, I really didn't like drinking. I didn't like the hangover. So mm -hmm. I really just gravitated to cannabis. Um, I mostly just smoked weed and then I had this guy start working with us. I was an hors d'oeuvre catering chef. So I did like little things like this. Those thing. little crazy fancy things. I don't know Where what I'm Where you have 5,000 things to put on it that are like this small. Yeah. I was like, I think I'm eating a chip and it tastes like fish in my mouth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Or nerves. I'm so, familiar. Um, when 
I started working there, he also started working with me, and him and I became very good friends. He he was a pastry chef with us, and we started hanging out. We started smoking weed. He was also a dealer on the side. Okay. So <laughs> pastry chefs slash dealer. Yeah, uh, you know you gotta make your money somehow. Okay. And yeah. so I went over, and we were supposed to hang out, smoke weed, and I've always seen him do dabs. I've seen him do dabs so many times. It was a new concept to me, and he's like, "Do you want to do a dab?" And I'm like, "Oh." I'm going to pretend that I am brave today. Um, so I said, yeah, I did a dab and... Uh, oh, you got peer pressured into it or was it just like a social thing? Like, I don't social know. thing. Okay, I cool. just wanted to be cool, essentially. Really, like, honestly. Uh, I was like, yeah, I'm cool. I can do a dab. I smoke so much weed. Um, yeah, right? 20%, 80%. What's the difference? What's the difference? Really, what's the difference? Um, it was Fido Shatter. I know okay. that for a fact because that's all he sold. Um... I don't remember what strain it was, but I do remember it's Fido. And he ended up dabbing me. It, I started dabbing at the era of bangers with no carb caps. So oh. you didn't cap it. Oh my. So it was super hot. And that killed me. I coughed for so long. I was dying. I was like, I need water. I need something. I am like dying over here. Ended up being okay. I'm sitting on the couch, kind of relaxing after the day. Yeah. And all of a sudden he's like, so I need to go to the post office. And I'm the only person with a car. And I'm like, um, okay. We go out the door. That's the last thing I remember. I don't remember driving, I don't remember getting there. I was safe, I sold the car years later, but... Ali, oh my! <laughs> <That's>, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Should you be talking about this here? No, okay, no. <laughs> Nobody heard that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't, don't do that. <laughs> uh, That's, oh my gosh, that was a crazy story, jeez. Yeah, so that was my first time. I heard of blacking out on alcohol, blacking out on a dab? Yeah. Well, I guess that's a great segue into my next question. What are the downsides to dabbing? Downsides to dabbing is the initial buy-in to dab. So the issue is, is that you have to buy like a banger, you need a carb cap, you need a dabber, you need a rig, you need the concentrate. None of that is cheap. Like your rig, if you're going to buy a good one, it's going to be anywhere from $50 to 100 depending on if you want china glass or if you actually want something hand-blown. If you want something hand-blown, it's going to be way over $100 if you're lucky. Um, and then you need like the carb cap. So you need a cap, you need the banger. If you get a quartz banger, it's going to be a little bit more expensive. Real American quartz is your best bet. Um, not a lot of people have like home brands of quartz bangers. It's all very expensive, like Evan Shore bangers and stuff like that. Um, highly educated bangers as well. Mm -hmm. They can run you anywhere from $200 over a thousand, depending. Um, yeah. Just for the banger that goes into the rig. So it's, if you want quality, you're gonna spend a lot of money to get into it. It's one of the very much like the biggest downsides of dabbing. Yeah. Um, another thing is just the accessibility of concentrates and the pricing. On the legal market, the pricing is so high to what we're compared to in the black market. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember like, it wasn't good, but $15 shower was a thing. It wasn't good. <laughs> But it was a thing, right? Yeah. It was accessible to everybody. You could get okay. a, I, 
when I first started dabbing, distillate was like the hottest craze and it was like the highest CHC and you oh, yeah. can buy it for like $50 a gram in this little like syringe. Um, it's still not accessible in the legal market in that means. It's still not at a good price and a good availability. Unfortunately, it, it is a downside to it and I think that's what's holding on so long for people to get into dabbing right. is that the initial shock is so big that they're like, well, like, why would I get into it if it's that much money when I can just go buy a joint and it's $10, it's $15. Makes sense. It's understandable. Um, another downside is if you have children, if you have somebody with a disability or anything like that, it can also affect that because it's hot. So if a child goes to reach for it, Ooh. they're going to burn their hands. Right? right. So if you're a parent, it's a little bit harder on that aspect just because of how hot it is. Um, other than that, there is no other downsides to that. Okay. So yeah, the blackout, whatever, that's just a. That's just you. <laughs> Don't do that big of a dab, okay? <laughs> Don't, never do a dab that hot either. God, never do a dab that hot. Yeah, speaking of which, you said that was before you had carb caps. Now again, beginner like me, do you mind pointing to the to the carb cap? This is the carb <laughs> okay, cap. Okay, cool. That's what we're talking about. Thank it, you. <laughs> it caps the banger. Caps nice. the banger. Okay. So this is for directional airflow. This is to help make sure that the dab fully surfaces the banger or whatever heating element that you right. have yeah. um, to make sure that you get all of it. Nothing gets cooled down too quickly. Um, caps are great and also for airflow because if you don't have a cap, you'll find it's very airy and then you feel like you have to really pull or you have to get it really okay. hot to get anything because all the smoke's going from the top and not actually going. Which is dangerous. Yeah. All right. Do you mind <laughs> if I just... Yeah, yeah, of course. So somebody like me, you already um, you already set it up, right? You put the water in? Yeah. And you put the concentrate in? No, at the moment. Okay, no, put the concentrate goes in here. Correct, yes. Light and then take a toke. Yeah, but no light. Just, uh, this is a uh, an e-nail, so this is a portable e-nail. It's a high five duo. Probably one of my favorite portable e-nails. Uh, Puffco Peaks are very popular as well. The only issue that I personally have with Puffco is that there's no LCD display. There's no buttons on it. Mm -hmm. It's all controlled through an app and they only have three temperature settings. Okay, I see. I would prefer direct temperature. I want to change my temperature depending on what I'm dabbing. Mm -hmm. Because if I'm dabbing a rosin or a hash rosin, I'm not going to want something too hot. But I also maybe not want it as low as they have. Or maybe their medium isn't good enough. Okay. Where this is actually my decimal. So I can move this from, yeah. from 125. Yeah, a lot more could control. Yeah, a lot more control. So the High Five Do is personally my favorite. Um, it's really convenient. I bring this to every event I go to. Nice. <laughs> uh, just because it's so easy to use. Like I just push a button and it vibrates and it's like, okay, I smoke now. And that's it. Wow, you push a button and vibrates and you smoke that? Yep, yeah, that's it. Like, uh, you put the concentrates yeah. in there, put the cap on, push the button, when it vibrates, you toke. Super easy. Love yeah. that. Yeah. Love that. All right, well, I guess um, I guess on the same note, like, hot knives scare me, dab rigs kind of scare me, right? Yeah. Uh, what are my options? 
So your options, you have a couple. So you could get like a Yokan Evolve so, or a Shatterizer. They're kind of the same concept. They're a coil-based system. Uh, that is an option. It's not going to be the best flavor, but it is an option. So it's not going to be a hot, like it's not going to be readily available hot to you. The outside does get hot, but it's not hot enough to burn you. And then another thing is like the portable emails. Because this is all enclosed, this part doesn't get hot enough to burn you once again. The only way that, sorry, you're gonna burn yourself yeah. is to put your fingers in there. Ooh, okay. That's the only way you're gonna be able to burn yourself, that's it. Um, if that's your worry is the, the heat, then yeah, definitely. Your best bet is either a coil-based uh, vaping system or a high five duo or puffco peak or an aura. There's so many out now. Mm -hmm. um, you have so many options. I would always suggest to weigh your options and always look up and compete. So a lot of people will do competing videos on puffco peaks versus high five duos or davinci's versus packs. Um, just so that way you can weigh your options and really choose what's best for you. Don't just go after one product thinking like this is the best and then you're potentially going to be disappointed because you didn't know all the features. Right. I mean, I'm not going to lie, I'm that person who will like see an ad and be like, oh my god. Like, I, I need to buy like, this. After you just told me about this, I'm like, okay, grabbing that tonight. I'm a dab girl now. Like, <laughs> These are great. Unfortunately, they're not sold yeah. locally. Like, there's not a lot of shops that sell them, which is really disappointing. Puffco Peaks are a lot more accessible on the shelves, mm -hmm. but... Honestly, these are worth it to go right to the manufacturer. They're from California originally. Um, you can go on their website. They convert to Canadian. This oh. is like three fifty. All right, good to know. Good to know. So the benefits to dabbing would be more of a discreetness. So because you can do it indoors, because it's not combustion, it's gonna have a lot less odor, it's gonna linger less time. So it's really good for parents that have like their own room or their own place to smoke, a shed out back. Um, so that way they can smoke, they can get their hit, but then they're not going back to their kids smelling like weed. Okay, that's yeah, that what, secondhand smoke is not gonna get off on anyone. No, no and there's no carcinogens yeah. either. So because right. you're not combusting, you're not putting a flame to it, you're actually vaporizing it. So it's just like any other vapor, there is no carcinogens, so it is much better for your lungs. So people that are conscious about their lung health, it is better for that aspect as well. Well, I did not know that. Yeah. I was like... <laughs> Something new. Benefit, yeah. Dab Me Daddy is brought to you by VIP Media Group provides strategies for mission-driven organizations and entrepreneurs. With the current free market approach the government has taken towards the cannabis industry, we are seeing large corporations, as well as a provincial monopoly, steamroll over independent cannabis shop owners. This is why we've introduced a group buying program called the VIP Membership for Cannabis Retailers. Our main purpose is to provide independent retailers with access to discounts on cannabis products. Save the date. VIP Media Group presents the inaugural Retailer Connect Gala on September 15th, 2022. Join over 800 industry professionals as we celebrate our industry and create opportunities for the future over a lively night of great food, drinks, music, and socializing. Visit retailerconnect.ca for more information. Is it more difficult to hit a dab versus ripping a bong? Absolutely, yeah, for sure. Because when you hit a dab, it's like, it is 
like a ritual. You have to start at one end and go to the next. You have to go through steps in order to dab. So you have to get your banger hot. Some people will time their bangers. Some people have temp guns for their bangers. Uh, some people like me use like an e-rig or an e-nail, which is already at temp. Those, that's the easiest way to do it. Uh, yeah. So you always have to start with temping your banger, so torching it up. Some people use a temp gun. Some people just use a timer on their watch, on their phone. Um, I use my hand, so I'll put my hand over top of the banger because <laughs> I was a chef for so long, I can feel heat really well in my hands. Ooh. So I honestly, for the longest time, just use my hand. I use like the palm of my hand. Yeah, so like if this was the banger, I would just go like this and go, Couple more seconds. Okay, yeah, and now it's time to, to dab. Um, that's how I did it 90% of the time. Now I have an email, so my email it's called an electronic nail. It sits at the exact temperature it's supposed to be all the time. There is never a moment that it's ever dipping unless you turn it off. Um, and you can adjust it and it turns up within minutes. Mm -hmm. um, that's the easiest way. That's the way I suggest always, but it is an expensive way. Like Dabbing is expensive, period, no matter what, but this is quite expensive. Mm -hmm. uh, they can run you for over $400. So just like how I have the High Five Duel, I also have a High Five E-Nail. So a funny story about that E-Nail actually. So um, I think about three years ago, our house, my husband and I, our house got hit with lightning. Ooh. So we had a microburst happen in our chimney. So yeah. that's basically a lightning storm in our chimney happened. Um, it completely fried our entire house, including bursting our gas lines. So we actually had to end up leaving the house. We had to have the fire department come, they had to turn off our gas, they had to clear our house. Uh, we sat in the car for a couple hours. It was, yeah, it, it sucked. And when my husband and I went back to our email, it looked like it was dead. Because we plugged it back in, it wasn't turning back on. So we're like, shit, like, that sucks. Like, what are we, what are we going to do now? So we ended up contacting High Five and being like, listen, like it got hit with a microburst. Like, is there any way that like, what can we do? Is there a way to fix it? And they're like, oh yeah. So if you open up the back panel, there's a fuse, replace the fuse. And we're like, pardon? <laughs> there's a fuse? Uh, normally speaking, emails don't come with fuses. Once that, mm -hmm. that box is dead, it's dead. You have to get a new one. This one ended up having a fuse in it. It ended up having a backup fuse in the box. Oh, wow. <laughs> had no idea. We had no idea. So we actually have the exact same email to this day. Um, I would suggest high fives just from that experience alone, personally. Um, knowing that my email is never going to get lost because it gets hit with lightning or the power goes out. Whatever it may be, if you can't have it on a secure power bar, then <clears throat> it's your best bet at the end of the day. Yeah. Because a pack of 10 is like $5. Oh, to wow. save your over four hundred dollar device, that's worth it. Absolutely worth it. Yeah. So for glass for your phone. At the end of the day, yes, it is harder. It is a lot more work to dab. Yeah. But personally, from the experience of dabbing, I I could choose a dab over a bong grip any day of my life. Nice. Absolutely. But why dab as opposed to any other consumption method? Like, you know, of course we talked about bongs, smoking, but let's say edibles. Also discreet? Yes, discreet, yes. Dabbing is for the person who is conscious about their lung health 
but like the head buzz because mm. most edibles, I've personally never had a head buzz from an edible. I've always had a body buzz. Certain people are looking for certain head or certain body effects, but maybe they're not okay with smoking a joint or they're not okay with vaping. Some people are still having an issue with vaping to this day because of all of the vitamin E acetate and all of that that happened around the, the states with popcorn lung. Right. We're lucky enough that we're in Canada. We have Health Canada, so everything's Health Canada certified. So there is no vitamin E acetate. There, there is no BG. There is no PG. There's no cutting agents in ours. It's just, it's just this one. Just all cannabis. So, yes, um, it, it is still discreet. Edibles are still discreet. Yeah, you're right. But it's not always the best choice for that person because maybe they don't want that kind of high. Or maybe they want the immediate high because edibles still have to be digested. It takes some time. It takes time. Or yeah. if it hits you at the wrong time, right? Yeah, all of a sudden you're like, <laughs> I did not mean to be this high at this family event, but now I am. Speaking <laughs> of high near family, oof. Well, let's let's go back to my first time getting caught. I should say not smoking, but getting <laughs> I getting caught. Ooh, I really could have used maybe some info on dabbing or edibles or just discreetly using cannabis rather than ganging up my house. <laughs> so I thought I was the smartest kid ever. I had this whole system in my room, right? Where I would have the fan facing out the window. I'd have towels under the cracks of my doors. I have a Febreze bottle in my hand and wrap myself in the curtain. So I'd be like puffing out the window and Febrezing behind me and puffing out the window and Febrezing behind me, right? Damn, you had a whole system. Like, that was... Right? I just used a paper <laughs> towel roll and some sheets. I wish I thought of that, but no. <laughs> Damn. I had this really complicated ventilation system going on. I love room. it. Did you smoke at the did you smoke the smoke at the top or the bottom of the I room? mean I'm not that tall, so I'm just in the, I'm just where I am. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. It was going well until I bought my dog. Uh, I love my dog, he's the best. He's my baby. But what I didn't take in was that, you know, he's just so hyper. What he'll do is he'll bust open the door with his head. <laughs> Right? Oh my god! So I'm blazing, yeah, in my room. The tiny we just, little dog? Tiny little dog will do that, yeah. Damn! <laughs> he, <laughs> Gotta lock it! He uses, he uses his head. Yeah, um... Right, so I'm doing my whole thing. I have my ventilation system going. It's foolproof. Parents out of the house. Next thing I know, dog busts through the door. The smell escapes into the house. It's okay, my parents aren't home yet. I have time. So I real quick go, we get rid of the towels, we're like, like you know, wafting or wafting the smell out the window. Um, but I was too late. I see them pull up into the driveway. I see them coming in. Mind you, I was, was a child. <laughs> <laughs> I was like 16 or 17. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so Seems to be a popular age to start smoking. Seems to be. I mean, I don't know, you're bored at 16. Was there a reason why you started smoking? Was it peer pressure? Was there people around you that were smoking? Did you have that influence? Or is this like... I mean, own? the first time I tried like smoking joints and stuff, I, it, I honestly think it had something to do with being bored. Fair. <laughs> you know? Right. Just trying to find something I'm to like, do. you know, toys, whatever is not doing it for me. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. And when you're smoking in your house and your dog broke in, what, how are you smoking? A joint. I rolled up a little joint. You're a crusty joint. A joint when I, Yeah, so it danked. Like, I know. I like, know. my parents are never going to find out. Never. I how are they ever going to find out? How would they know? No, no one's going to know. <laughs> yeah, they bust the door, they come in the house. Um, I'm acting natural. I grab my dog and I'm like, if I just act like everything's fine, it'll be hey, fine. Puppy. Yeah, puppies in my hand. They all go inside and I hear the little like, psh, 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 
she's like, she does it, she does it. And yeah, that was kind of the start of that. I ended up making a little PowerPoint presentation and presenting to my parents all about cannabis, but it did not calm down their nerves. They're just sitting there like, oh my God, what's happening? <laughs> Do they know that yeah. you consume now? Yeah, it's not really a secret now. No? Good. Good. That's a good thing. I, I'm also not a child now and, you know, kind of have my life together, so... Yeah, that, yeah. that's ideal. That's ideal. Honestly, yeah. 16? Yeah, I'd be upset too. I have a 15-year-old little brother. If I found out he was smoking right now... Oh, man. I know, when you get older and you start getting fear. What is this? Anyways, <laughs> what is this adult I didn't ask for that. Honestly, um, if... Like, my little brother was smoking. I would sit him down and just educate him about, like, your chemical makeup and how it actually does affect you. Education would have been it rather than, like, I talk to my dog. No! Bad! Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> educate. And yeah. I think that's really what's missing. Like, there's so much of a stigma now around cannabis that they're really missing the education and they're just going right to, like... Yeah. reefer <laughs> like this is bad you're you're gonna be lazy you're gonna do nothing but actually like my dad didn't find out i was consuming cannabis until like four years ago oh wow i've been in this industry for three so yeah. you live the double life very well for a very long Better time i, I moved girl. out yeah. really early nice. so when i moved out i was just like it's my life this is your life and then he recently found out actually that I smoked throughout high school. I remember getting in trouble all the time for not having homework in high school. And then I came out an honor student. And now my dad's like, you were smoking weed while being an honor student? And I'm like, yeah, I was. And he's like, oh. Who's ever done that? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, sorry. Nobody I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. Um, Probably could have avoided a lot of mess. Maybe could have been like you and just kept it going, the double life, if I had maybe had some education and did something a little bit more discreet than, you know, smoking inside. Smoking a joint inside. That was like, I think the worst part. I would have been like, okay, a, a pipe would have been fine. Maybe a ball. I worked so hard on the ventilation part and I just like, you might thought been in like, the joint. I was doing ha hash knives. knives. <laughs> That would have been equivalent. That was blacksmithing, yeah. That's <laughs> blacksmithing. <laughs> OG dabbing. Right. Anyways, that was great. I learned so much about dabs. Awesome. Thanks, Sally. Yeah, you're welcome, Harsh. Thank you so much for being on today. Of course, anytime. Yeah, you'll definitely have to come back on soon. Of course. And you know what, guys at home, let us know. Did you learn something? I definitely did. If you guys had any other questions or feel that uh, we didn't answer any of your questions, please leave us a comment down below. Uh, We're more than happy to potentially answer that on the next episode. Um, and please keep an eye out for what's coming out next. Thank you so much, Daddios. <laughs>